1: Maybe you're someone who hit the gym every day before having a baby, but now your body feels different. You're low on sleep and you lack motivation to leave the house. Or maybe you were never in great shape and now have a little human motivating you to live a healthier lifestyle. On today's show, we're talking about working out after baby. Everything from the physical changes in our postpartum bodies to the logistics of exercising with a baby in tow. This is Newbies. Um, it's a girl. Surprise! The whole family's here! So when are you having the next one? It's just poop. Ready for another? Wow! You look really tired. Ready to go back to work? Yellow poop? Seriously? Did you sterilize this? Sex? Now? You've got to be joking. You should sleep when the baby sleeps. She doesn't look anything like you. I thought you already had your baby. I did. Babies don't come with instructions, so there's newbies helping new moms and new babies through the first year. Welcome to Newbies, everyone. Newbies is your online on-the-go support group guiding new mothers through their baby's first year. I'm Natalie Gross, mom to a three-year-old boy and a baby girl. We've got a great show today talking about working out after baby. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to visit our website at newmommymedia.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which keeps you updated on all the episodes that we release each week. Another great way to stay updated is to hit that subscribe button in your podcast app. And if you're looking for a way to get even more involved with the show, then check out our membership club called Mighty Moms. That's where we chat more about the topics discussed here on the show. And it's also an easy way to learn about our recordings so that you can join us live. I'd like to introduce our panel of mom guests who are with us today. We have Jennifer George, Bobby Gessling, and Trisha Mueller. We will also be meeting our expert, Hannah Radford, a pregnancy and postpartum workout coach for moms a little later in the show. So mamas, thank you so much for being here. I know you all have very different backgrounds. um, So let's kick it off with some introductions. Tell us about you, your family, and what your workout schedule looks like these days. Bobby, do you want to start?
2: Sure. Uh, like I said, my name's Bobby. I just have one little girl. She's four years old. Her name's Kennedy. We live in central Illinois and my workout schedule, I um, do CrossFit classes. And so I go four to five days a week, uh, twice in the morning and three times twice in the morning with Kennedy with me. And then uh, three times in the afternoon with a fuller evening class.
3: Great. Awesome. Jenny, what about you? Hello, my name is Jenny George. I uh, live in Maryland with my husband and uh, three kiddos. Uh, our oldest, Travis, is eight. Well, he'll be eight in May. Then we have a six-year-old son named Henry, and then Claire is two. And uh, my current workout schedule is um, four to five days a week. I work out at home, and um, I try to do that in the morning before everyone wakes up and (laughs) yeah, that's mine. Nice. Good for you.
1: (laughs) Trisha, what about you?
4: Hi everybody. Yeah. um, So my name is Trisha. I live in Northern Virginia with my husband and our six month old. So still trying to figure out the whole working out thing. I'm currently training for a half marathon in May. And so I'm running three days a week and then uh, still trying to figure out when to add in the extra workouts. My baby just started daycare today. So maybe I'll be more regular about workouts, but t- we'll see. Yeah.
1: How did exercising change for you all after having a baby? And maybe Trisha, we can start with you since you know it's fresh on your mind. <laughs> Let's talk everything You know, physically, logistically, emotionally. How did being a mom affect you in this specific area?
4: Oh, man. Yeah. I have lots of things to talk about with this. So <laughs> Um, I was really fortunate. I was able to work out like throughout my pregnancy. Um, And so not being able to run immediately postpartum, obviously I didn't want to, but um, yeah, it was, it was a hard return. Um, I had been told originally like six weeks postpartum is when you can start running. And then I saw my uh, gynecologist and she was like, no, 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 you need to wait 12 weeks. So that was really tough. Um, but since, since I got to 12 weeks postpartum, uh, I've actually been really surprised that running's been great. The only thing that was really tough and I don't know how much detail you want, but like, I'd love to be able to work out in the morning, but because I'm still breastfeeding, it's not comfortable. Cause I need to wait until the baby's awake. <laughs> That's not oversharing. You're good. You're in good company okay, here. <laughs> great. So it's, uh, it's definitely been Tricky to figure out when I can fit my workouts in with my baby's nursing schedule.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've definitely heard that from other moms. Jenny or Bobby, can you relate?
2: Yeah, I um I I'm a little different in that I thrive off being in a class atmosphere with other people and I do CrossFit. So I really enjoy um heavy lifting heavy weights. Um, and so there are just so many obstacles coming back. Obviously one of them being the schedule too, like you said, cause I also nursed and you're trying to figure out, you know, baby sleep schedule and eating schedule. And that doesn't always work with like a class schedule at the gym when you're like, Hey, excuse me, I'm going to go pump really quick. You know? So that was an obstacle to overcome in that sometimes I would make it to class and still have to like do my own different kind of workout because I'm on a, <laughs> postpartum working at, you know, postpartum fitness is a lot different from like everyone else in the gym. So that was different. But even like you said, just scheduling it was a little unique where I would have to go in. Um, sometimes would make it to a class, but sometimes the um, gym owner would let me just come in in between classes when the gym was pretty much empty and I would go in with my baby and have her there with me so I can do some lifting. And, and that was a little bit easier to um, fit in because I could do it on my own schedule, but it's just yeah, it's a, a lot different from from before having having babies for sure and, and that.
1: Jenny, what about you? You said you work out at home a lot. So how has that changed since becoming a mom and how do you work that into your schedule?
3: Yes. Well I think it all depends on the season, you know. Um working out with a newborn at home is different because they sleep a lot. So you can you have many different choices of the hours <laughs> that you can work out. Um, but once you get in the groove um like i did not work out normally um or regularly before or after having my two boys um and then i i got i got a plan and figured on starting that and so i did it like in the afternoons after teaching preschool but then uh shortly after that after i started that i found out that i was pregnant so it changed again, because I was more tired. And so I, it it just depends on the season. But you know, you make it work for you got you. And um, some mornings worked great early in the mornings before everyone woke up. Sometimes a nap time workout was what was, uh, you know, able to do. And then sometimes I had to wait till my husband got home and then said, here, have the kids, <laughs> I'm going upstairs and working out. So <laughs> Nice,
1: nice. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your experiences. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll be talking with our featured expert today, Hannah Radford. So listeners, stay tuned. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. We are continuing our conversation on working out after baby. Hannah Radford is our featured expert today. As I mentioned, she is a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, a career that was really born out of becoming a mom and not having anyone to turn to for advice on navigating working out in this new stage of life. Her passion is encouraging women to gain strength and reduce pain through weightlifting. Hannah has also given seminars about pelvic floor health and partnered with local medical providers to establish a referral system for pregnant and postpartum moms in her local community. So I can't wait to learn more about that. Hannah, welcome to Newbies. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but after having a baby, when is it safe to resume exercising? And can moms expect to go right back to their pre-baby exercises or should they be gradually easing back into it? I love this question. It's such a good
0: question because there is no great answer because we just heard from three like very unique moms in different stages and different um, choices. We had some who are runners or worked at home or weightlifters. Um, One of my favorite ways to tackle this question is to ask people like, if you tore something in your knee and you wanted to get back to working out, how would you approach that? Um, And the answer would always be to gradually ease back into it because- when we have muscle tissue that is compromised in any way, um, we need to rehabilitate that before we would just go back into like a full send um, sprint or weightlifting. So as far as when, um, lots of factors. You'll usually hear doctors say like six weeks you're cleared for physical activity, right? Um, but I think it was uh, Tricia who pointed out her doctor said like twelve weeks, maybe a more realistic time frame. So. I tell moms I'm working with, you can see it as like a fourth trimester. So we have six weeks of just healing, restoration, just trying to reconnect with your body. Um, And then I like to approach it as like six weeks of setting the foundation, reintegrating things that you like to do, being consistent with that, and then building confidence in those movements. So um, a little grace is better than jumping right back in and trying to just tackle everything.
1: I love that answer. Yeah, that's so good. Are there particular exercises or types of exercises that you recommend to help moms, you know, strengthen their pelvic floor, those core muscles after having a baby? And, you know, I'm especially interested in exercises you can do from home since getting out of the house to exercise isn't always an option, especially in those early days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is like, we always want to before we walk mentality. So if you're someone who's been like a marathoner or lifting or, you know, going hard, this is a little bit harder to get through to the athlete brain. Um, But the best exercises are the ones that like reconnect you. So we can have imbalance in the whole core system. So we think, of course, abs and like a hot button word would be like diastasis recti. Like my abs are separated. So I really got to focus on that. But your core includes like um, your glutes, your front of your abs, your upper back, your lower back, your hips. So we have all of those working together. So um, make sure that we're not just targeting one area, but we're seeing the body holistically. So I tell moms, don't underestimate going for a walk when you're newly postpartum, um, it's good for you. It's good for baby. If you can get out, you can walk, you can get some fresh air. Um, Even that is a lot to like a new, new mom. Um, Healing breathing exercises are awesome. So we, you can Google diaphragmatic breathing. Um, People have some really good info on that, on how to, connect um, to your core a little more because we've had trauma to that area. So trying to control those muscles is a little bit harder because they're a little more lax. You've had relaxed and running through your system and you still do newly postpartum. So um, stuff you can do at home is like, say you squat before. um We would work on squatting from the knees. So we're just cutting movements down a little. So we're just breathing, getting our core set, sitting back down from a kneeling um, to a sitting position Uh, So back on your heels, and that's something practical when you're going to get down and pick baby up off the floor, right? That's a weighted squat in some ways when we're up and then sitting down with them in our lap. So we would just progress on those kind of things. We would do um, that, and then that could progressively overload or just add a little more. So we could squat to a target, a chair at your home, um, a box, something to see if we feel good sitting down, standing back up move to air squats, then start grabbing weight. You have weights, you have a baby, you've got something you can hold tight um, and practice. So that's just one movement example. Um, But like I said, yeah, not just focusing on like that six pack goal. It's just not realistic as much as, hey, how do I feel when I'm doing things that I have to do in daily life, like getting in and out of my car, up and down off the floor, in and out of bed. I've helped people with all those kinds of movements.
1: Yeah, well, you work with a network of pelvic floor therapists. So, what are some signs that moms should maybe stop working out, really listen to their bodies, and maybe seek the help of a physical or pelvic floor therapist before really getting back into their normal workout routine?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll just say this women are tough. So, if I say the word listen to your body, right? Like, I know so many women who will just press on. I mean, they just had a baby too. So, if that doesn't um, attest to their <laughs> physical and mental toughness. So I tell moms, you have a new body now, your postpartum body may not be the one it was before. Um, so sometimes there are red flags. And so this is really good to know. Um, when I've worked with pelvic floor physical therapists, these are kind of just general across the board, like, we need to stop in a set. It doesn't mean you can't do that movement anymore. But maybe like, maybe we can manage pressure better. So if you're having any Um, vaginal pain or pressure with exercise, that's a red flag. Like for example, leaking, um, very common, but that doesn't mean that it's not a sign of, um, too much overload in your internal pressure. So leaking, feeling like you have the urge to pee, even if you just went feeling like a tampon's falling out, pain with, um, intercourse, you could have weakness in your back, um, or core, just feel like you can't even sit up out of your bed and you feel the a pain there. These are all red flags that like your body needs some more restorative movement. And it, I approach it that way because it's discouraging when you have a red flag. and you're like, I want to d- jump rope and I can do two, and I'm, you know, losing my bladder control. So it's just a sign it's a feedback. It is a good way to listen to your body without pushing through and figure out like just like I said, if you got hurt and you, hurt your knee, you would go to physical therapy. So it's the same thing. You just went through a huge trauma to the body. Um, And so we need to work on it in a restorative therapy setting. So yeah, those are definitely red flags. A hot button is a diastasis or a separation of the abs in the front. Uh, and I will say a hundred percent of pregnant women have a diastasis. It's how your body accommodates for the belly. So it um, <laughs> itself is not a red flag. What would be a red flag is if you feel between and there's just like no tension in that underlying tissue, it's called your fascia. So if you were to sit up and you felt like your hand would go straight through to your spine, and there's just a lot of squish, that's just a cue that we could work a little more in that area. I know super fit moms with, you know, visible muscles who still have a two or three finger separation. And so there's a lot of fear mongering online about that. So I just want to put out encouragement that it's okay to have a little separation. And it does not mean your core is compromised without these other red flags going along with it.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That's really good to know. Well, when we think about working out and a lot of our focus, even in this conversation has been, you know, the physical benefits, but there are mental benefits, right? So talk a little bit about that. What are some of the other benefits for new moms?
0: Yeah. I mean, there is so much in it depends on what working out means to you, you know, and so we don't want to have a big part of your life, just completely stop if that part of your life was bringing you joy. So when you're working out before, and then you feel like you're just injured, and you can't come back, that can put on some mental load. So reapproaching it as building a stronger base has helped so many women. Um, and honestly, it It makes no difference if you've had a baby or not in your strength, as long as you're putting in consistency and determination. I'm not a big fan of bounce back culture of all these moms saying, like, get your body back because that's just telling us our values and our looks and it's not so postpartum, um, being able to feel energetic, I would say would be one of the best parts about working out. Um, having other moms with you in community, whether you work out at home, but you can find someone who's doing the same type of thing. You invite another mom on a walk. That could be great for mental health. Um, movement is good for our bodies. And so feeling strong and not in pain when we're working with our kids um, is the benefit of working out. So yeah, I always go with um just as a part of your lifestyle and making it part of that is so much better than having like a looks oriented goal with postpartum
1: fitness. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And, you know, I should mention too, we're not here to shame anyone into working out or saying that you have to, you know, get right back into it. That's not the intent of this. <laughs> um, so I'm glad you mentioned that, Hannah. No way. <laughs> That's
0: why I love Loved this conversation, just different moms talking about how this can be just such a beautiful, positive thing. And let's be real. Our kids make us work out whether we want to or not. You have a toddler running around, you're getting a workout in some way. So being able to keep up. And I've had so many moms who have never lifted before and then come back. Like, I just, I just want to feel strong in my own body.
1: And that's just a great place to start. Yeah. Well, I'd like to shift the conversation a little bit and talk more about some practical advice, you know, for moms who have their babies home with them. What are some ways that they can continue to prioritize exercise, maybe even include their babies in what they're doing?
0: Yeah, there's... There's some fun, um, definitely safe ways. Now we're talking, you know, different ages and stuff. Does your baby have head control? You know, use your discernment on these kind of things. But um, I've seen moms uh, bring their babies uh, to our gym. And I know Bobby talked about having her child along with her. I bring my children um, with me when I coach. And so there are ways to join gyms. Um, And it depends if you want to spend that time with your child. And it's okay to... Seek out somewhere that has a daycare so you can have some alone time. It just depends on what what each individual needs. But working out with our kids can look like um, stroller walking, stroller running. There's some cool stroller groups you can look into that do fun workouts. Um, we can hold our baby as a weight, like and know how to carry load in our front. So if you're holding them or wearing them in a wrap, doing some squats, um, if they're older, you can incorporate them in like a sit-up pattern where you're holding them up at the top. Um, when your kids are toddlers, they can be planking right next to you at home. Um, they can hand you weights for things like watch me and they have their own little, you know, things they can do. So I really like to include my kids. So they see it's like a part of my lifestyle and it's not a punishment, it's something fun we can do together. So anything you can throw them on your back, throw them on the front. I mean, that's just a natural parent movement, you know, throwing your kids on your shoulders and giving piggyback rides. But I think if your kids see it as a fun thing, um, it just becomes easy and they'll eventually find ways to include themselves.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing this important information, Hannah. We are going to take another quick break and then bring our moms, Jenny, Bobby, and Trisha, back to the conversation. So stay tuned.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
1: All right. Welcome back, everyone. Any thoughts on what we've just heard from Hannah?
2: I thought I was like tearing up when I was listening to you, Hannah, because it's just like, it's so true. So many of those things, I think there's just so much pressure from society to like get your body back or even just like we put on ourselves like, oh, I want to be exactly the same as I was before or whatever. And um, I think just the best encouragement I got after having my baby was like you said, like this is a new body. And I think sometimes, especially for those of us that go to a physical gym, like there's just a lot of obstacles, not just logistically, but internally where I'm like fearful or insecure, or even like feel shame over my body and what it looks like or feels like. And um, for me, like I had a traumatic birth situation where um, I had an emergency hysterectomy too. So I had extra, just extra things happening in my body that made it just an obstacle to get back to the gym. Um, But I remember like crying after a workout and one of my coaches just being like, Hey, like you have a new body, like celebrate the body that you have. And just realizing like, man, God made our body so strong and amazing that we just like created human life and birthed it. And like, I can give myself grace in that and just take it one day at a time and just continue to like, um, yeah, take good care of my body and love it and honor it. Um, and then, like you said, pass that same mentality onto my daughter. And so now she's four and it's like going to the gym with her is like, so sweet. It means that I don't necessarily get through a full <laughs> workout, without, <laughs> like snack distractions or potty breaks or things like that. But like, man, what a joy and a blessing to like, be able to train my daughter in like what it means to exercise. We work out because we have these strong bodies that we get to use and it's so fun. And so I've pictures of like doing lunges and squats with her as an infant all the way through like a toddler. And now she's, you know, doing some of those movements alongside me. And so it's really, I would say, um, having a baby has really even shifted my own focus on like why we work out and, and what it means for us and and the benefits. And it's been a sweet thing to now share with my daughter too.
3: Bobby, I loved what you said and Hannah, all of it was so great because I think we sometimes get focused on the wrong goal of like losing weight. We we need to be this. We gotta fit back in our jeans or whatever, and and then sometimes we take that and treat exercise as punishment for our body. Like maybe you just ate cake, you know, <laughs> or you um, and you and you have to go run twelve miles to run that off. But if we think of it, it as like a long term goal, that yes. Uh, Exercise makes me feel good. Exercise makes me have more energy. I'm not tired. Uh, Scratch that. I am tired because I'm (laughs) a mom, (laughs) right? Uh, But uh, we have more energy that we can give to our family if we're thinking long term and not just weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, I think. Yeah. Very good point.
4: I really appreciated what Hannah and what Jenny and Bobby have both said. Um, I think being the Person other than Natalie, of course, on the call, who's like the freshest postpartum. I think this is also helpful to hear just to like, be encouraged to view this season that I'm in. And I feel like I'm kind of getting out of it a little bit, but it's still only six months postpartum viewing this as a time to just kind of appreciate like the strength that my body does have. And like, obviously, the biggest feat of strength was delivering a human being. Um, or growing a human being. um, And also giving myself grace, like you guys have mentioned, um, I think what Hannah was saying about like, listening to the signs of your body and not just pushing through. Um, I've always been in sports, been an athlete my whole life. And (laughs) I definitely would be guilty of that. Like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Maybe if I keep running, it'll feel better. (laughs) So I just, yeah, I really appreciated all of this. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah and you know I was working out regularly for the first time in my life before I got pregnant both times actually and uh yeah definitely not back to where I was and like Hannah said these days I'm counting you know a walk a win and so <laughs> try to make those a little longer each time and that's where we're at and that's okay jenny you know you're a beach body coach you post some videos of you working out with your kids mm-hmm. around so <laughs> how how have you talked to them about this um you know like mom it's mommy's time to exercise um, how do you include them
3: in that? Well, there have definitely been times that, uh, like, when I first started, I would get frustrated. Oh, they're interrupting me. They need a snack or whatever. But like Bobby said, when you include them, they are seeing your actions. And and they know that mommy needs to do this so she can run around with us. Or mommy needs to do this so she's strong. Um, so I, it's been interesting as the journey has gone on with them watching. Um, because, uh, one morning uh, it was a Saturday and usually I work out weekdays, um, and then do just do fun things on Saturdays. But, um, I chose to sleep in and my, I think he was four at the time. My oldest was, um, I came downstairs cause someone, a, a child had woken me up and he was downstairs and he had my, uh, yoga mat all set out for me. And he said, mommy, I got this out for you. Now you can do your workout. And at that moment, just like cemented in my mind, like, oh, They need to see us working out. Um, I shouldn't like, oh, no, they're awake, so I can't work out. Um, We can include them. And uh, that was they are your best accountability partners (laughs) because um, they know that this is your time to work out or whatever. um, And they will keep you accountable. And um, it is so fun when they join in as well. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask
1: a question about motivation, but it sounds like everyone's motivation is, you know, to kind of show their kids that this is important. So any other thoughts on motivation and what keeps you going even, you know, especially in those early days when it's exhausting? Yeah.
2: (laughs) For me, like my mental health is just so much better when I'm exercising. Um, I just, I feel a lot better. Even the, the hardest part is just getting out the door or just getting into the workout, getting started. That's the hardest part. But I know that I'm always going to feel better afterwards. Um, I feel like I come home even now. still I come home in like a much better mood ever after, after just like feeling those endorphins and Um, you know, twice a week, I work out with my daughter three times, I'm on my own. And even just those times of being on my own are motivating to me, because it's like, for me, it's also social time, but it's just like a good outlet. So so that's a motivation for me. And to be honest, it took me a really long time to find the type of workouts that I enjoy that feel like I, I like doing this. And so that motivates me because I, I enjoy the type of workouts I do, where it's like, I'm sorry, Trisha, but I could never run for fun. I wish I could, but I just like I, running doesn't seem fun, but finding the thing that you enjoy is also motivating in and of itself, I think.
4: Um, And I'll just add to that, like immediately postpartum, it felt like going outside for a walk with my baby was like me doing like a a way for me to see that, like I could do it, if that makes any sense, because like I was so overwhelmed with everything and like you're so tired and it's just like, what am I even doing? How am I a parent to a person? And then like, go just taking him for a walk by myself was like, look at me, I'm independent. And so I just really loved that and just getting fresh air. And like, everyone said, just like, you feel good afterwards. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Hannah, do you have any last thoughts
0: you'd like to share here as we wrap up? It's just awesome hearing from other moms. And I think just if you approach fitness as something like cyclical, as in there's different seasons of it going to happen to you in your life, like sometimes we can i i fully believe all moms are athletes like no matter what all moms are athletes we're moving all the time um managing a lot there's there's a lot to be done there so i think it's not whether or not you're someone who can work out it's just tapping into that side of you and like bobby said we all find joy in different things so find find where you fit like are you know like are you someone who can self-motivate and be at home and you like to follow a routine? Are you someone who finds peace in running solo? Are you someone who likes the group and the accountability? Um, I would say like, just, um, you know, steer clear of someone trying to make money off you or sell you abs postpartum or getting your mom bod back. Like, Find a way to make fitness just part of your like a healthy mindset because then that's long term and fitness should be long term. It's not just um, it's not just something we do till we hit our goal. It's just it's part of life. It keeps us healthy. So if in a different season of life, you want to try out a different kind of fitness like there's by me, no means nothing wrong with that. So I think if you're just open to some new stuff, then maybe you won't feel limited in your current season.
1: Yeah, that's such great advice. Well, thank you so much to you, Hannah and Jenny, Bobby and Trisha. Thanks so much for joining this conversation today. Listeners, you can find out more about Hannah at railsplitterfitco.com. Also check out newmommymedia.com where we have all of our podcast episodes plus videos and more.
3: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Newbies. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, The Boob Group for Moms Who Give Breast Milk to Their Babies, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. Thanks for listening to Newbies, your go-to source for new moms and new babies.
2: This has been a New Mommy Media Production. and should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.
1: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand-clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at
2: chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.